No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. This episode is proud to be sponsored by... Shop tour bus. It's just me and Mel here. Hanging you just out. get me and Aaron today. Is What's it just up? when they get? To well, there's two other people that are usually here. I know. So, so you know. we're being cheap or <laughs> we're being sweet. We're being sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Shop Tour Bus online or at Shop Tour Bus on Instagram. And Why would pick, they do that? Because when you do that, you're gonna find 
the coolest Grateful Dead inspired merchandise on the entire spinning globe. Is it going to have a bunch of lightning bolts and skull faces and um, dancing bears? No, it's not going to be your everyday average Grateful Dead stuff. Really? It's going to be different. How are people going to know it's Grateful Dead? Because it's inspired by the lyrics. I'm just saying, wow. I think that's cool. You got to know before you go. That's really sweet. It's kind of a little puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it comes to you in a hand design box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside of the box, lovingly painted and drawn so the by the artist over there. Yeah, the package is special. It's a special box that only one of them exists in the whole world like the one that you're going to get. Would you say this shop tour bus stands out because Where, of their... Well, I hope they don't get a cold. Nah, just <laughs> no, kidding. come on. Yeah, of course they stand out. It's that's why they're part of this family. That's why? W- because they are intentional. They are fabulous. They are fabulous. They are part of the No Simple Road family. So go over to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get yourself a sticker pack because those are out right now. They have some really cool stickers that you can grab and stick on your water bottle or your yeah. car or your baby. And maybe your baby bag. Maybe yeah. Maybe how about the the baby's bottle? (laughs) We we should start a thing where like baby strollers are all stickered up like water bottles and and old Subarus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And they're doing some reprints of old designs. They're doing the I know you rider northbound train shirt and the Franklin's Tower shirt, and they are giving the No Simple Road family free shipping. So put in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out and you'll get free shipping and it'll all come to you in this beautiful box with all the cool little trinkets and stuff that are in there. Your shirt, a bootleg that's mysterious and magical just for you. And you're going to get more more than than you you bargained bargained for. for. This episode of No Simple Road is proudly sponsored by cbd vermont melanie do you know what they believe in no guess what do they believe in no don't guess they believe in healthy soil they believe in strong local economy and they believe that plant-based wellness goes hand in hand with you and me they work hard with organic farmers across vermont to grow the highest quality hemp and produce full spectrum cbd extracts for wholesale did you know that no, you're giving me all this I'm, 411. I'm giving you the 411. Yeah. And they recently launched an online store where you can buy Vermont-made CBD products, including, ready? What? Oils, capsules, edibles, and topicals that mm. have been fully vetted by the staff at CBD Vermont. Apple I think sure did love his lollipop. He did. And I think when they say that they've been fully vetted by the staff at CBD Vermont, I think what they're saying is the staff over at CBD Vermont tried all the stuff and made sure that it was good before they tried to sell it to anybody. And it's the best to work for something that you believe in. And mm-hmm. that's why on this show, I love to work with stuff that we believe in. Yeah, that's so why CBD Vermont is awesome. Yeah, they ship everywhere and they're huge music fans. So they're offering our listeners 15% off all their products. Go to CBDVermont.com and use the code No Simple Road at checkout and get 15% off. Look, man, I'm just saying when you're having problems sleeping, there is nothing mm-hmm. worse than that or pain. Nothing worse than that. Yeah. So check it out. Get yourself some CBD from CBD Vermont. Get get yourself all comfy in bed. Grab your little bottle. Take a quarter of a dropper. And well, let everybody's it s- got to find their own. Because if I take a quarter, that hasn't happened. So well, I, everybody needs to find their own okay. little their way, dose. their your dose. dose. 
you do because sometimes people need less than that too yeah that's true right. i used to not be able to take a quarter drop yeah right so find your own dose and take it and then find yourself ease of pain relaxed ready to go to bed and waking up in the morning feeling good with less joint pain less aches so try it out see if it works that's the o- thing only you can know that's one of the things that i dig about that is that it knocks me out but when I wake up in the morning, I don't have a hangover from it, like a stone over. Well, it's good medicine, baby. Mm-hmm. So, so go get yourself some for 15% off. CBD Vermont. CBDVermont.com. And use the promo code NoSimpleRoad no to Simple check Road. out. Get yourself hooked up. Take care of your body, people. Hey, y'all. Hey. What's up? You know what's up. Our mighty fine, define sponsor. Yeah. They are up. Define Premium Cannabis is the wonderful sponsor of No Simple Road. Yeah. They have two locations. Which ones? Hillsborough and Forest Grove. So wait, if I live in the Portland area and I don't feel like driving all the way out to Forest Grove, I can stop at the one in Hillsborough and visit Apple? <gasps> Apple indeed does work at the Hillsborough location and he is a connoisseur. And I'm, I can say that confidently. Uh, definitely Apple is a connoisseur. Of fine premium cannabis. So much so that he is the inventory manager. Mm-hmm. And he is so happy to help our listeners when they come in and request options. Sometimes there, There's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. You want to tell them about the options, baby? You, <laughs> edibles, topicals, dabbables, flour, keef, rosin, uh distillate oil like oil rso I, 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 could so go, many I could go on for an hour so but we're not going to do that we're not going to do that we're going to tell you that our family proudly trusts define premium cannabis mm-hmm. for literally all of our cannabis needs the only time we don't use define is when we're out of town or if we're kind of needing something when we can't be near that otherwise we trust them for everything yeah, so man. if you guys have ailments or want to have a nice time, mild high, or maybe you want some Or heavy some high. Or heavy high. Or you heard <laughs> about those dope bath bombs that help with aching joints and stuff. Go to Define Premium Cannabis. Go visit Apple or just go there on any day of the week. Tell them that you're a listener and you're going to receive... 10% off. 10% off your entire purchase. And a free t-shirt. And a free t-shirt. So you're going to go there. You're going to say, hey, I listen to No Simple Road. And they're going to be like, you know what? Get what you want when you do. Your total, here's 10% off of that. And, and here's your shirt. Here's your shirt. And I'm just saying, the one in Hillsborough and the one in Forest Grove have the coolest bud tenders, including Apple. Yeah. And they will spend time with you, help you out, get you checked out, and they are part of the No Simple Road family. So they head over to Define Premium Cannabis and take care of your head. No Simple Road. No simple rub. No simple rub. No simple rub. Hello, Osiris. Hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TV's Impractical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you.
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Are you ready? Because yes. oh, so I can... all of a sudden, <laughs> I now... need to take a little drink. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hey, now, notes of world family. What? What? What's going on? I don't know why. Aaron's refusing to let me have drinks. When no, I'm gonna be no on, drinking while we're doing this, Melanie. He's I'm, getting more and more strict with I, his rules. Yep. I, <laughs> rule number two: no drinking. Rule number three: no laughing. Rule number four: no. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back. It's midweek. It's Wednesday night right now. Did you know that? It's probably not Wednesday night for you, whoever you are, guy in the car, lady lady on the beach, person at, at their office. It's probably not, but that's okay, because it's Wednesday for us. Hi, we're back. We just got back from... <sighs> wow, Summer that, that felt good. Meltdown Whoa, that was cool. 2019, Darrington, yeah. Washington. It, it was four days of some really sweet connection. I will say sweet connection is a term that can be used for that. I thought you were going to say really sweet music. And there was some sweet music that happened, but there was also I'm some... I'm talking about the deeper part because yeah. at this point, I think everybody knows out there that we all know that there is great music and then there's inspiring music and then there's kick-ass music so the music was not gonna be bad it was gonna be Mm -hmm. enjoyed but the connections that we made with the people there like each one oh i this is sorry i don't mean to interrupt but you just reminded me of something i haven't told you why are you telling me on air because this is our (laughs) life we record everything all right everything well most everything okay yeah not not that um Jeff from we did a live podcast from the forest stage that'll be coming out in our summer meltdown recap. This is not our summer meltdown recap, by the way. This is Ash from Paracosmic, and you guys are in for a real treat. This man fucking rocks. Yeah, man. man. So he and Raphael were with us at um, Skull and Roses. Yeah, we met at Skull and Roses. And when we came home and listen to them i think even aaron and i might have talked about on a previous podcast we did we talked about it with ash actually during during the interview yeah oh okay see there it is it's all coming back to me Mm because you guys are listening to it now but i already did that so now i'm like recalling it recall it again yeah it's kind of weird you guys it's getting weird it's been weird but hang on back up for a second what i was going to say we did a live podcast from summer meltdown and we did it from the forest stage and the sound engineer at the forest stage is this guy jeff and jeff was super fucking cool and helpful and awesome and a sweetheart and so sweet and he sent me an email today he did and he's coming to portland with his band the sky colony and the sky colony needs a place to stay for a night and we are putting the sky colony up for a night what What are we doing this um what next month in the middle of the month like on a friday night 
I forget the exact September? date. Yeah, it's a, I think it's September 13th is the date. Okay. We don't have anything going on. I already okay. checked our calendar and said yes for us. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. I thought I'd let you know, you know, I'm, just in case, because dinner's got to be made and, and I got to do all the stuff. I just wanted you to be aware of what's going on. But that's what happens when we meet people. That's exactly what happens when we meet people and we meet people like Ashton at at Skull and Roses because of Raphael and Delta 89 and this huge like weird circular cyclical cyclical is the word I'm looking for connection with all these people cycles of people in our life that come into it and impact us like so hard Mm -hmm. like I remember coming off of the high of the Skull and Roses event and like remembering my run across the entire crowd with Raphael like two gazelles in the night (laughs) you guys are funny right and then you know Northwest String Summit and like running with you running away from you and bumping into Greg from Pigeons that was hilarious and helping him get to To the dumpling (laughs) dumpling truck and like this very recent time all of us just dancing up like near freaking peacock and just <laughs> taking pictures enjoying the night recording and then like just all of these i don't know where i was going with those cycles of people in our cycles life cycles of people that are very strong and ash is one of those people yeah and it was it was super cool like mel was saying when we came back from skull and roses her and i were cooking dinner one night and we're in the kitchen we put them on and we were both like this is the dude we met? Holy shit, man. Like, these guys <laughs> fucking rock. And I, know. and I remember, like, a moment at, at Skull and Roses, we were, I forget what band we were watching, but we were down on the floor at the main stage, and w- I was super elevated and uh, was standing next to Ash and his wife. Sarah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I looked over at Ash, and I was like, dude, you know, it's... Uh, it's our job as as uh, like older heads to to watch out for the younger guys and to mentor them because I had just gotten that kind of lecture from Dennis McNally about mm, that how you know yeah. so it was like fresh on my mind at the time and I like yeah there's always someone coming up under us that could use our assistance I, <laughs> so I laid this thing on on Ash about Rafi and I was like you need you know just watch out for him like help him out take yeah. care of him. take care take of each care, other out there exactly. man and and then like the next day. I had this flash memory of it because it happened in the middle of this like psychedelic whirlwind that was going on that night. And it's just like this little vignette from the evening that happened. And then in the morning I was like waking up or just laying there having not slept and had that flash in my head that I said that to him. And we had just met. I don't didn't know him. We just hung out that night. And I was like, oh, God, I laid some shit on Ashton, man. Like, I I laid a trip on him. And uh, I felt really bad. What was the trip? Just just that. Just what I just told you about. Yeah. Like, you know, you need to watch out for each other. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It, it was that, like, that state after tripping where you're hyper aware mm, of yourself and you're yeah. kind of emotionally raw and your filters are broken a little bit. Yeah. And, like, embarrassed and I was, what you felt yeah, emotionally. I, I, I embarrassed myself and, like, my ears are hot laying there. And, like, and so I texted him and I was like, hey, man, I hope I didn't come on too strong last night. Like, I, I didn't mean to if I did and like whatever, whatever. <laughs> like he, making a move on yeah, a woman yeah, that like, was like inappropriate. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, he was like, no, man, it's cool. I get it. Like, you're right. Whatever. And 
it just goes to show the kind of person that he is. Like this dude is a fucking solid brother. Yeah. And and a sweetheart of a human yeah. being. And and the I really wish we had the chance to meet the rest of the band. You know, I really yeah. want to have all of them on when the whole album comes out. What you heard uh before the intro was them, by the way. Yeah, that, that was them. That the is um Damn, I can't remember the name of the song. Mel, Phil, for a second. I'm going to look up the name of the song. Well, all I know is that when we were, I don't remember what we were making for dinner, but there was just a moment that you were talking about like vignettes, right? That happened. And it's so weird how you put that music back on and it's like, oh my God, I do. I'm, I'm in the kitchen cooking whatever we're cooking. And I don't know, like you were talking about vignettes a minute ago, how you should stop it because I'm. No, go ahead. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Funk Formula Master is the name of the song, by the way. Oh, Funk Formula. But anyway, listening to Funk Formula. Well, all Master. of a sudden, now you can remember what you were going to well, say. Because I don't know why that triggered it. <laughs> you but got like, you got left hanging for a second. That's how I forget it again. If you don't mind, <laughs> shut, shut up. up. <laughs> sorry, guys. babe. I'm that, sorry. That's what you do in arguments, and I hate to. <laughs> You can't stop doing it and you won't. I can't. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up. It's so annoying. Mm -hmm. You guys, I'm just going to let you all know out there that you will miss out on a lot of good information that I have to say because of these things. Not on purpose. Sometimes they literally are just gone. Done. I, you were talking about vignettes no. <laughs> and in the kitchen and us cooking dinner. I want dinner. this to be about Ash. Uh, well, that is about Ash. Funky, fresh funk funk funky master. fresh funk funky fresh funk <laughs> that's what ash F. has he's got the fun he brings the funky fresh funk um and the new stuff that came out uh you're gonna hear it after the interview but um man they got a guy playing sitar Ooh. that is so fucking on point it is wow. so cool man you know this blend of mixes of different um backgrounds like uh dirt wire when we were talking to dirt wire and yeah. they were you know these americans going to africa and to portugal and all these places and like merging with the cultures and cal arts is such a great breeding gown a uh, ground for the music that we're hearing today yeah. it, it's funny it's, all the musicians we've met lately that yeah, went to cal arts yeah it's weird. and cal arts never would have been on our radar you mm -mm. know so yeah like i'm just really grateful for all the music that we've been fortunate enough to find yeah and also like through meeting ash and and um and rafi from delta 89 like i've been introduced to this whole scene of really good psychedelic music that's coming out of LA. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's no surprise there's good psychedelic music coming out of LA. That's, uh, you know, well, it's, that's been a thing. my biggest example. That's yeah. what kind of got us looking at the LA scene mm -hmm. to begin with, you know? Uh, third Eye, or what is it? Uh, third, TV Broken, broken third, third Eye Open. open. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. The Moves Collective. Sego. Sego. Paracosmic, Delta 89, Swim, like all these bands that are yeah. in LA just doing their thing, kicking ass and like Golden Suns. Yeah. I I I love the fact that we can play any part in helping people find out about them. Yeah. It's like an honor. You know, I started to think about that too, babe. I'm glad that you brought that up because I've been thinking about what a beautiful thing after 
like what Chris said to us too, you know? Oh yeah. You like, guys will hear that. That's in yeah, the you live guys are podcast hear that. from Meltdown. It just, I, I'm seeing it from another perspective and I'm being able to appreciate it. Like what, what way. are you, what are you talking about? Seeing what, from what perspective? I'm seeing the show and what role we play in, you know, I, I, I don't, wouldn't say I, what, why are you? Do you want a drink? No, <laughs> I'm in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> I was trying to be slick. <laughs> Can't even be slick around here. You're like, what? You guys, Try behind the scenes, man. You guys, this has been, I've, been, I've had a hard day. <laughs> if we're being honest, I've had a hard day. Mel, Mel's emotional. Like, we, we had a long weekend, man, and... It, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like cry laughing <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I'm not like <laughs> Welcome to No Simple Road, everybody. Yeah, man. It was a long weekend and a lot happened out there and, yeah. and you come home and you gotta get right back into the flow of things and it's weird. And you know what? Thank God we have each other. That's all I know, because whoo, this shit would be so tough by myself. Like yesterday. Apple and I came out here in the morning and it was like the, so we got back on Monday in the late afternoon. It's Tuesday morning after a festival. We're both up at six o'clock in the morning, drinking coffee out here on the porch, getting ready to go to work. And he just looked at me and he didn't have to say shit. I knew the look on his face. It was like, man, I don't want to be doing this anymore. And we just looked at each other and shared a moment of like, why are we doing going to work right now? And and then I said, you don't want to go, do you? And he was like, you don't want to go either, do you? And I was like, nope. He's like, no. He's like, man, anymore. I just I just want to do the show, man. I just want to fucking do the show. And I was like, I know, I know it's coming. Me too, me too. Well, it's like that impatience before something pays off. You know, like you you know. Uh, maybe even more so like this you've trained for a big race and it's like in two days you're fucking antsy you know like you want to you want to do it and and all you can do is train and wait and you know uh not over train so is that good yeah yeah what, is what good? <laughs> well, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not judging over here, Mel. I'm. I'm just participating in your. In That's your flow. not what I meant. Because you were going closer to the mic and going far away. No, I was so breathing. I that I was <laughs> you guys, man, you're you, you're I like right here with us right yeah, now. This is happening this is, in real time. I I'm. I wow. well, don't say that word that I, with the AP at I, the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Ah. Uh, <sighs> Let's just take a breath. Everybody okay. out there. Everybody, yeah, you know what? Close Two. your eyes. <laughs> Seriously, close look, your eyes. Look with at us. you. No, don't close your eyes well, if you're driving. When you can, you know what? This is a good point to mark. And then when you can, close your eyes and just take deep, three deep breaths. But with wait, us. that's but wait. it. You gotta, you gotta, like. We're gonna, Aaron's close, gonna lead it. Yeah. Like, okay. Close your eyes and, like, look at your third eye for a second. Like, cross your eyes a little bit up in the corners up there. And there, you'll see like weird patterns and shit if you've done a lot of drugs. And then take a deep breath. <sighs> you didn't say let it out. Well, of course you're going to let it out. Man. Some people <laughs> need the okay. next Okay, let's try it again. I'll okay. lead this one. Yeah, Mel's turn. Okay. So everybody... 
<laughs> close your eyes. Keep them closed. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Turn them toward your third eye, that interior part in between your brows. Or your fourth eye. Okay, fourth eye, whatever eye you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Lengthen your spine. Take a deep inhale through your nose. Hold it for just a little tiny baby bit. And then let it go. <laughs> okay, now your turn again. All right. I'm done. So one more breath. No, they're they're listening to a podcast. They don't want to breathe. Okay, we'll see. You guys want to breathe? Let's do it one more time. Okay, here Mm-mm, we go. You broke us out I, of it. Okay, never mind. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna train roll on. The train is <laughs> <Okay>. continuing. <laughs> We're on the track again. Choo choo. So, <laughs> Ash, you thought that we weren't gonna do an intro. Well, here you go, buddy. Yes. <laughs> yes. This, this is, is what, quite an intro. This is what happens when when you get Aaron and Melanie on yeah. the porch together. Apple got called into work till midnight for the next two nights you guys just saying go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and hook us up man this shit's ridiculous we need help man oh we need we, <laughs> SOS <laughs> fucking for reals though look We're here's the deal it. I was thinking about this the other day like Apple and I had this, I was, that's where we were. I just, we just came back. So we were like, he was like, you don't want to go, do you? I was like, no, neither do you. Right. And so we started talking and I was like, dude, it's like finally getting to take off my spacesuit, you know, and like stretch and have gravity and eat food and be out of the space capsule for a while. And I'm like, yeah, I'm home. Woo. And then I come back from the festival or the concert or the whatever and I'm like, fuck, back to stale oxygen and this helmet I got to put on to protect myself from UV radiation in the space capsule. And I got to go be around a whole bunch of aliens that I can't even communicate with. And I got to, it's hard, man. And you know what? Nobody told us to go do all this shit. Nobody was like, you need to go do this or we're going to, you know, whatever. But you guys all listen to the show, man. And we do do this every week. This is our life. And so we're trying to make the two like kind of match up and we need your help. We're not trying. We're doing it actually. Well, yeah, we're doing it. We, you guys were literally in the process of doing it. So if you're listening to this, you're witnessing something in the process of happening. And whether you do it now or later, it's inevitable. You're going to do it. Because the longer you listen to the show, you're going to understand why you... <laughs> we're going to wear you down after No, I don't think it's wearing you down. I think it's like, you guys see where we're going with it. Like, our life is only going in that direction, whether you're helping us in Patreon now or not. But there's going to come a point, and it's not like some crazy prophecy. This is like, just what is occurring. Like, at some point, we're going to reach... Uh, critical mass yes thank you babe for coming up with the word a critical mass and that critical mass is going to create something on its own yeah man but and, and you'll see why uh, you'll literally see why and that's why it doesn't matter how much you contribute it's just cool. it's just the fact that you are that mm. really is it that's that's why i would say that like cute dollars because literally they are cute because you want to know what it's your literal energy that you can do like that's the best that you can do the, not the best that you can do. What I mean is like one of the best things that you can do to show appreciation is to make sure that whatever you are enjoying stays alive. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm i not even going to ruin it with anything. Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. 
and visit and us. That's not a joke. On Instagram at our new simple road page. Yeah. And see what's going on. Take a look at the pictures. Um, look at Ashton's cute little face when Aaron posts the. Um, I'm gonna post a picture of the whole band, not just Ashton's well, cute little face. Well, Ashton's cute little face is gonna be on there. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Subscribe to the Instagram. Follow us on all the social media stuff at No Simple Road. Go to Facebook and sign up for the No Simple Road family group. Get involved over there if you're on Facebook. That's where No Simple Road family does their does their thing. And what about Reddit? Reddit. Go uh, visit Reddit. Reddit. The Reddit frog. R forward slash No Simple Road. That is the other arm. That's so now. No, no simple road has two arms. Two arms, okay. Mm -hmm. And then what about um, Discord? Discord. That's the belly button. That's <laughs> okay. definitely the the, the okay. um, umbilicus. I thought you were gonna make another arm. The blumbligo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the belly button of the okay. no simple road family Discord server. <laughs> Go over there and play around. Stick a finger in it. Smell it. Do weird shit over on okay. Discord. And then what else, Mel? Um. Oh, our five star reviews. Yeah. We don't, I don't think we have any new ones, but look, we're in a race. <laughs> oh, we have a competition going? Yeah. We have a competition going with Andy Frasco. Ooh, and you guys know how much we love Andy. So here's the deal. I'm kind of rooting for him too, but not really. Well, we'll never win if with that attitude. <laughs> well, come on. He's Andy. It's, it, this is a fun little competition. Yeah, it's fun. We, we, there's like new categories in, uh, Apple Podcasts for for, cat, for for categories for for podcasting, and we are a music slash interview music interview podcast. And in the music interview podcast, Andy Frasco's podcast and ours are in the top ten. And last I checked, we were number nine, and he was like five. And we are going to number one before he does. That's all I know. So you guys are the reason that that will happen. So if you haven't left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and you listen on that platform, hook us up, man. Just go scroll down a little bit on the show and click the five stars and move on. Or scroll down a little bit, click the five stars and write a review. That's even better. And we'll read it on the show. And then pretty soon I'll be able to put a post up on Instagram and say that we're number one and we'll throw a party. I said I was going to throw a party if that happened and I meant it. A big one. What kind of party? Uh, a big pants party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I already know which ones I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would. All right. And, um, yeah, I think that's it for business. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry for that loud. O oh, to your ears hurt now. Earbuds guy, but I'm going to just continue on our brother over at Tam integration. Daniel, Ooh, Daniel, they, um, they're doing something really special yeah. for the psychedelic community and for you. They're they're helping you get educated. Um, this is the Worldwide Psilocybin Summit, and it's uh, hang on, let me grab the date. It is September something. It first is first through the fourth. September, yeah, that was close. September nineteenth through the twenty second. <laughs> it Not is all, celebrating babe. the myth, magic, culture, and science of psilocybin mushrooms. Um, you can go to psilocybinsummit.com forward slash nsr. And you will get 10% off the purchase of a ticket to this thing. This is a virtual summit online conference. That's so crazy. And they're going to do stuff like uh, talk about best practices, safe use, and managing worst case scenarios. They're going to talk about policy, classification for medical use and decriminalization, um, psilocybin for depression. They're going to talk about stuff having to do with cultivation. So if you're into cultivation, you could learn a thing or two. 
Um, well, this is a forward-moving project is what he's created. Yep. We are in the age where psychedelics and entheogens and plant medicines are all in the limelight. They're not hidden anymore. Um, and f- from now on, the, our generations will know this. Yeah, and it's important to get educated about it. You know, I heard this. And get involved with the people who are doing that too. I you heard know? on uh, mm, the Mycadelic podcast today, I was listening to it at work, and uh, he has this little clip of Terrence McKenna. And if you've ever heard Terrence McKenna stuff, you'll know the clip I'm talking about. But he says, that, and I'm going to butcher the, the quote, but um, the government, the government doesn't, make psychedelics illegal because it cares about you (laughs) you know what i mean they're not worried about your mental health they're worried about you finding out what's really going on behind the curtain well a lot of people are not scared anymore no and they're educated and they're educating others and they're educating themselves so join that psilocybin summit it's really awesome Mm -hmm. and they're gonna have a lot of cool speakers there too man so Go to psilocybinsummit.com forward slash NSR and you can get 10% off. I'm going to spell it for you because psilocybin's a weird word. It's I always spell it wrong. P-S-I-L-O-C-Y-B-I-N-S-U-M-M-I-T dot com forward slash NSR and you get 10% off. And there's different tiers you can, um, you know, just go for free for the first day, I think, if you sign up. You can um, sign up for the thing and watch it and interact with the speakers. And then you can also, another tier is you'll be able to keep the files forever and go back and listen to it. So that's our our brother Daniel over at TAM Integration yep. doing the Worldwide Mount TAM Psilocybin Summit. Thanks for putting that together, Daniel. Yeah. So you have anything else you want to share with the with the family? No, <laughs> I think that my breakdown. You've done quite enough tonight, Miss Schaefer. My side trails, um, just don't let it take away from the power of the episode. Ash is a badass. Paracosmic is dope. Um, enjoy the outro and enjoy the interview. And thanks, guys, for continually listening. Yeah, we love you guys. And we will be back uh, this coming Sunday with a recap of Summer Meltdown. And as with most festival recap episodes that we've been doing, I don't know at this point in time how many episodes it will be. It could could just end up being one it could be two it might be three there's interviews with oh boy ryan stasek from umphreys mcgee nako uh from medicine sarah for the people clark sarah from clark dirty from Revi- dirty dirty, dirty revival yep. dirt wire um uh help me out high step society yeah uh, uh, uh spafford yeah um, oh my gosh jesus there's two more there's two more yeah anyway you'll see yeah. You don't I'm keeping the rest secret. <laughs> so you'll listen. That's that's my yep, that's what's happening. So everybody out there crack your knuckles or don't. Get your get your feet nice, nice and comfy. Little cat stretch. Yeah, get a little stretch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Grab a yeah. blankie. Or don't. If it's hot, get yourself some iced tea or a nice cold beer or some water. Are you ready? Sit back, relax. And without further ado, the No Simple Road family gives you Ashton from Paracosmic. Just a little prick. Wait a minute. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Apple has more than one personality? Yeah. What? 
Geminis have more than one personality? <laughs> What's that look for, Apple? You what? <laughs> what? It's his attitude. Hey, now. Is this going to take long? No, man. What's your problem, dude? I don't know. your problem, man. <laughs> Apple is, he has Apple, well, who, who loves to have, have who has like, <laughs> he loves to have fun and he's witty and he's your and buddy. And that's 97% of and Apple. Then, <laughs> Thank you. And then, there's, and then there's Jimmy Mike. But then there's also that third, maybe his name is just Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Mike is, is fucking doesn't want to do shit and has an attitude when you ask him a question and like turns in early yeah, when goes the fun's going on. goes to bed at 4.30 in the afternoon, doesn't talk to anybody. It's fucking 7.15, we keep it down. <laughs> like, hey, would you like to, no. you know, exactly. <laughs> doesn't even let you finish. No. But then if he, you're all wondering, what? We're, not you. You're not going to wonder. You're here. You said all, so I thought all. I was, I talking, was included I was in talking that. to the greater greater good out there if you guys are wondering what's up we're inside the house because leaf blower guy next door is leaf blowing yeah and the construction guys are constructing yep they're they're actually kicked us off our porch i think they're building an actual tower to the moon we even had the flight for life helicopter helicoptering down by the (laughs) The hospital came up our our cul-de-sac with a marching band so we're gonna call um ash ashton from paracosmic who we met at Skull and Roses yeah. with uh, Raphael from Delta 89. What? Yep. We actually did a, a little interview with him in the parking lot that day. When Both uh, of them, yeah. Yeah, but this, is a, this dude is in a band called Paracosmic. And, well, you know what? I'll just call him, and that way I don't have to repeat what I'm saying. It'll make sense. Look at you. Calling people. Dude, I love our new board. I, I love it. Hey, buddy. What's going on? What's happening, brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. Just uh, hanging out on the balcony of our apartment. Just chilling. I Sweet. wish we could hang out on our balcony. We don't. We we're got kicked out, Ash. Welcome well, to the show, actually. At least Ashton's <laughs> representing the porch. Yep. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So Totally. Tell everybody who you are and what you do, Ash, so they know. Because we already know, and you already know us, so we're going to skip the intro part of it. But like, <laughs> you tell everybody out there who you are and what's up. Yeah. Right on. Um, well, I'm Ashton. Um, I'm a musician from Los Angeles. Uh, I play in a band called Paracosmic. Um, I'm happily married. Been living in Los Angeles my whole life, just kind of hanging out and stuff, um, you know. Uh, my wife Sarah's inside kicking it. She's just waking up and stuff. What's up, Sarah? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, playing playing music as often as possible out here, and uh, you know, just 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 kind of embracing new things and and keeping things rolling with Paracosmic as as much as we can. And uh, you know, we we got some cool things planned musically. Uh, we got a new a new album coming out and a bunch of a uh, you know we got some good a good amount of summer shows lined up like around LA and in Southern California. So we're really excited to be, uh, you know, always just excited to be making music and, and doing all kinds of cool stuff like that. Right on. Go you know ahead. what I'm sad about Uh-oh. Ash is What's that? I'm sad that you guys don't have more music out and that you saying that getting a new album is making me super happy that you guys oh, cool. are so fun. Dude, put the fun in funky dude, for when, real. When we yeah. got home from school, so we met at Skull and Roses. <laughs> yep. And hung out those three days and danced and talked and 
whatever. But played. Yeah. And when we got home, maybe about a week or two after we got back, Mel and I were in the kitchen making dinner one night. And we, oh. we have like a Sonos speaker in the kitchen. So we always put on music. And I was like, let's put on Paracosmic. And we put it on and we both like as we're cooking we kept saying, this is my favorite shit that I've heard in a really long time. Like, it was it, it was so real. I remember that, it. That's, that's like, that's from the heart, dude. That's not like on the podcast, that, you know, whatever. That's like, that's real talk. Like, mm-hmm. and, and we kept saying it to each other. Like the next song would start. And, and I then, kept listening yeah. and there was no more music to be had. And I got so sad. <laughs> that's why I was like super sad. And I was stoked to get you on the sh- back on the show. And you saying that you're dropping a new album. Fucking right on. On, Ash right on yeah we're really excited you know what I mean that EP was uh, written uh, we, we, we created those songs just a couple years ago um, and um, those songs that you heard if you were on Spotify or, or if you were on some streaming platform of some kind right it was Spotify um, yeah it's really cool to be able to have our stuff up on Spotify it's just like that's one of those that's one of those major hubs especially right now for uh, streaming music yeah that's just, really it's i think a lot of it's helped us in a lot of ways because getting people on Bandcamp or 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 figuring out these like smaller alternate routes Mm -hmm. of of, of linking people to your music doesn't always like work that well and then all of a sudden someone will just say they stumbled upon us on on spotify and i'll i'll be like stoked so that seems like it's working out pretty good in that world that's right man right on so like when Wait, we, can I ask? Yeah. Um, so I just wonder, Ash, how does that happen? How do you get on Spotify? Like, how does somebody that's new and upcoming get onto something like Apple Music or Spotify or whatever other platforms that are easier than those tiny little band camps, you know, trying to, you know? Yeah, actually, um, Spotify is actually not hard to, to, to get onto. It's not that it's hard. It's just, it, it does cost. It does cost some money, mm. um, and so you, you you are essentially paying for your platform, which is uh, which is understandable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think that I don't remember what the deal is when people download your music and they buy it. If 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 how we get paid, but that wasn't really our interest when it came down to doing it. Like you know, like it didn't it didn't cost that much to create our first EP, and it's not like it's not like we're taking a business standpoint on it. It's really just about getting our music out as, as much as we can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially right now. To and many it, ears as possible. Totally. It, it really does cross over to podcasting because when you have the thing that's done, like you're doing your music and you have the song. Finished product. The, yeah, the finished yeah. product. It's getting that thing in front of the people that you know would dig it. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Right. And that that's like that's totally. the, that's the challenge for us and for you guys. So you guys have a, a unique thing though where as a band you can go out and play shows so people can see you like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're you getting just, exposure. Yeah. Right. So are you guys like are you working with booking agents at this point or are you self-booking shows right now? No, we're totally self-booking shows. I mean, we do have a couple we don't have any official agents or anything we do have a few friends that are you know that you know that pull for us and kind of like whenever they can help us get something together that that we kind of like have a very um let's say like unestablished like unofficially established kind of team of people that just sort of like help us out you know what i mean basically just friends that help us book shows you know what i mean yeah. um and 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 the, but those people are really 
sometimes more involved in certain parts of the scene so they can help us out. You know what I mean? And, um, but otherwise like we just reach out or that's one you know, thing word about, of mouth about our, like yeah, that. that's, that's where we're at. Totally. Yeah. About the musical community that we're all a part of. Like it really is a family. And I think we touched on this a little bit when we talked in, in Ventura, but like, it doesn't seem like there's that climbing competition thing in this community it seems like everybody's willing to help each other out and it's more family trying to level up the whole thing instead of one band grinding their way on the backs of everybody else you have you had that experience you know i definitely noticed that like when you're when you're coming when you're around a lot more in the scene you're going to shows and you're seeing like the the you're seeing the movement of how bands are sort of leveling up and doing making the progress of the whole scene. And I noticed that bands that have been around for a lot longer are making more progress just because that's just kind of the order of things in a certain sense. Oh, you know uh, what I mean? I yeah. mean, how, how, how could you expect to be, how could you expect to be let, let in or, or, or done whatever it is you're trying to do? Like, how could you expect to be like a hundred percent successful when there's like, you know, there's, many many other people in bands kind of like who've been doing it for even longer who are just like playing the same game that you are and they've just been playing it longer you know what yeah. i mean right. if you look at it in terms of like i mean not that it's all a game but you know it's kind of like well, life, you know, that's yeah, sort of life is a game yeah. man yeah <laughs> yeah you know yeah <laughs> i mean it's like a fine line between like taking things seriously and not taking things too seriously right you know? yeah um, so ash <laughs> it's like it sounds to me like just based on what you said it's a matter of just deciding this is what I'm going to do because it's going to take time regardless. It's like, I'm going to get my bachelor's degree. I'm going to get my master's. It's going to take at least X amount of years. So you just got to like resolve the fact, like I'm just going to go, like I'm going on tour, whether I'm getting paid, not getting paid, whether, because the longer you're out there, the more exposure you get and people start to learn to love your music because they've seen it. And they've like, it's a live experience. They've experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a, right. you know, totally. flip the switch thing. One day you're famous, one day you're not, one day you're making money, one day you're not, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like it's progression. Yeah. You gotta be on the grind. Right. And I feel like a lot, I feel like a lot of um, people who to one day weren't making money and all of a sudden were, they got themselves into a different sort of arrangement, some kind of agreement or some kind of deal they made. And it makes that sort of situation totally different than what, I feel like what I've what I've learned so far is that the the whole process is a lot more organic with the way that bands get recognized, especially in the jam scene that I've that I've learned so far out here. You know, is that like, you know, you can be you you, you can have the draw or you can have all this stuff, but there's not going to be someone who's just like, well, not that there's never going to come or anything, but there's not. It's it, it is like a constant process, and you yeah. have to want to do what you do like like if you're whatever your art form is like you have to find joy in that because like mm. that's it's, the foundation of everything that you're trying to create yeah, like an internal know? motivation well yeah and and i think also t to get heady with it like this jam scene is a lot of it has to do with energy and the energy that you create when you make the music the energy that the the people that are coming to the shows are creating with the band while they're playing. And that thing that you guys make together, whatever it's called is alive. That thing is living. Right. And right. And as it progresses, it grows. It's like having a kid. And as you take care of that thing and do it and continually 
charge it with your energy and the energy of the crowd. It will grow, but yeah. it's it's just the the simple fact of I have to just continue to do what I'm passionate about, what I love, and that love goes out into the world and grows. Yeah, ex- dude, totally. And I think that there's always like a point where like sometimes like I think it's easy for people to just want to want to get there. Mm-hmm. No, you know, yes. Yes. destination and, oriented, and, and then you sort of just like have this like. De- you, then you're kind of just like demanding or expecting like a like like satisfaction, and and, and of course like you want to be satisfied. That's where a lot of good feeling comes from. But it's like also like everything I guess is like one step of a giant staircase, right? Wow. So like like you're here and you're like, I made it and then there's always what's next. There's always like more stairs or the next step or the next uh the next thing. And so like even if in a moment you're not satisfied, you just have to remember that it's like part of like it's part of something bigger always. Yeah, you know, and, like whatever's the on the step. surface. Like, <laughs> That's a super positive attitude to take, Ash, for real, because I know I'm sure you don't always feel like positive when it feels like quicksand sometimes. And that's part of getting on the stage and crushing it is having a good attitude and letting what's inside of you show and like work out all that gunk that may not be pleasant. Yeah, totally. Well, I think, uh, I said, well, hang on, sorry, you're going to have to... Yeah, do your thing, man. You're going to have to, like... Do it. You're going to have to say that last part again. Um, you were talking about... Say, like, the last... Your last whole bit again, it got a little bit louder. Well, we were talking about, like... I said that you are super positive, you know, about this. And I know that it's not easy because like maybe going to from place to place, show to show, like, that's great because you're being booked, but whatever in your life is going on. Maybe you miss your girl that day. Maybe, you know, a relative pass, whatever. You have a fucking headache. Yeah, you have a fucking headache. You got the shits, whatever your thing is. (laughs) The show must go on. Yeah, exactly. The show must go on. And then that is what comes out in the music. Like, that's what everybody's dancing to, jamming to, jiving to. And... I it, what it is, it's not really a question what it is it's more of a statement it's like a, a gratitude for the working musicians out there that you guys are really like putting yourselves out there in order to emotionally and uh, emotionally well, emotionally and spiritually but I meant like I don't know if there's a the word for fun too like you're providing so many good things for the entertainment people. yeah entertainment yeah But that's a a noble thing, especially in those times, like I said, when you don't fucking feel it. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I mean, that's a huge part of it is I feel like transmuting um, energy is is a huge part of it where like we can, I can get like caught up in feeling bad and then be like, oh, well now I feel bad. And then all of a sudden, like even like sometimes the worst feelings inspire like some of the coolest art and like not to like necessarily want to perpetuate bad feelings, but at the same time, not being able to control them sometimes, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. not being able to like control what passes through you. And so like just living through that moment can be helpful <laughs> and being able to have something to create in that moment is like ultimately like the, you, you, you're like healing yourself and like giving somebody a look into your reality or, yeah. or maybe healing that person who knows whatever's happening. All of the above. Know? Yeah. Right? And it's a trip that that, yeah. that's what something, I mean, if you break it down to it's like base parts, me playing music is a pretty simple thing in, in as much as like, 
your hands are touching some strings on a guitar or sticks on a drum or keys on a keyboard. You know what I mean? Like the, the physical right. act of it is a simple thing, but what is behind that is so complex. And you're t- like you said about transmutation, that's exactly what it is. I love that. I like mm-hmm. it. It's taking everything that, that you are Whatever and, energy and, and channeling it into this like focused beam that goes out to people that they can respond to. And that's what gets me off about the music that we all listen to and the music that you guys make, like, is that it's real. It's coming from, you're not, you're not up there. Like can't get up there and fake that. No. And you're not up there. Like, I wonder if I can write the fucking next best pop song with a great hook. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But what right. you guys are doing is not that you're you're getting up there and pouring it out Tearing and and letting <laughs> and letting people respond to that thing whether it's you having a fucking headache or you being jazzed about being at the place you're at right exactly yeah yeah totally and and i think like it's interesting cuz there is something to be said for when you make like when you make music when you're when you're happy it's like like you're like you're performing and you're happy and that's like that, that that's awesome because I feel like there's a certain element to like now you're like feeding the music with your positive like like you have mm. this uh, like total like positive platform or like foundation to to perform on now and like so it's like, like slightly different energy than when you have the frustration and when you can tell that someone's like really really getting into something mm-hmm. like a lot of times there's like a lot of extra oomph in that mm-hmm. energy that they're putting out and that could sometimes that comes from like you said, I have a headache or whatever, you right. know, I have, or, or, or sometimes it comes from like my, my fucking boss or I don't know. You know what I mean, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Are you still working a day job too? Um, you know, I, uh, I was like dry. I've been driving lift when I have to. And then I essentially just am looking for like under the table, mostly mm-hmm. like flexible work and just like keeping it, keeping it as, as, uh, as open as I can so that I don't lock into something that I, depend on and then takes me away from all this other stuff and i'm really lucky that you know la is a busy enough place that i can sort of you know come up with different types of work and 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 then lift is always like my uh my cushion because i can just hop in the car and drive so you got even creative with your work Mm -hmm. you know figuring it out (laughs) yeah that's great yeah and then eventually you know that would be the idea is that like you know we get we get you know we, we we just get enough movement that we're able to support ourselves and do what we love to do and stuff like that but that's the whole thing is that's the ultimate goal has always just been connecting with people and and so that mission has been accomplished several times over at this point you know (laughs) that's so badass dude so how did how did uh paracosmic come together like the lineup that you guys have now and everything how did you guys all get together and decide you were going to do this thing yeah i mean um we uh so our uh our, our band started essentially with a with a double bass player kind of like, like, like team of, uh, we had two bass players. One of them, his name is Travis. Um, he also plays in a really cool band called TD broken third eye open. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, our other bass player goes by the name of toad. Um, he's, uh, he's a good friend now and he's from the East coast. Um, and he came out here kind of with this intention of moving to California to start a band. And before he came to the East coast, he was Colorado for a while. And, uh, and so he had kind of traveled around, been on some tours and been to festivals and doing that kind of stuff. And, um, and, uh, then when he came to California, he was like, had this great intention of starting a band and, uh, he had linked up with Travis 
um, through different, you know, groups of mutual friends, or I can't remember exactly where they met, but, um, they kind of said like, let's start this double bass band, which was, uh, which is so interesting because like I had talked to Travis for like, like, like I had known Travis for a couple of years at that point or a year or two. And we had always talked about having just like a bassist band kind of, you know, That's and that was almost cool. like, you know, and like, we was like a lot of bass players who were just kind of like hanging out together. And when like I played bass for a long time in a few bands like years ago and, um, and, uh, and so I basically, we would always joke about it, and so, but I never took it anywhere because I was like, well, it's okay. Like, we've all got our respective projects and da-da-da-da-da. And so then Toad hits me up because we had met um, at Travis's place. And once we had met, he hit me up and said, listen, I'm trying to start some music up. Are you interested in doing some stuff? And I said, well, yeah, do you have like a primary style of music that you're into? And Toad, for sure, just was talking all about the funk. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I, I, I love that feeling and stuff like that. And though it's not like my, my, my hundred percent, my forte, like I think no style of music is really a hundred percent my forte. I like too many different styles of music to choose. You just like music. You know, um, you know besides, you know, before the, before the dead came along. And then when I heard it, then, then when I found the dead, I was like, Oh yeah. Music. <laughs> this music. Is music. I, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got to say, I, um, I love uh, too. I saw where you said somewhere that because this one really strikes home with me that one of your favorites takes you back to childhood is Steely Dan. I, I love Steely Dan. Yeah, totally. Steely Dan's a shit. Yeah, you know, that just totally reminds me of my dad. My dad just, Same you here. know, like kicking back, listening to Deacon Blues with the window down and all that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, it was, uh, so you guys start the, the, the bass project. Yeah, and basically I wasn't really playing bass at the time, and so I wasn't starting as a bass player with the band. I had already been playing guitar for, like, moved kind of from bass to guitar for about a year or two mm-hmm. at that point, and was kind of, like, re-establishing kind of, like, what it was that I was doing with music, because up to that point it had been um, much more basic and just a different genre, like, more in, like, a very, like, heavy, psychedelic kind of genre you know? Um, and, um, and so once they called me and we got together and jammed, we like, I guess Travis had met our drummer at Lucidity Festival. And so invited him to come jam. They had like a super sick jam one night and like a tent somewhere, like in a jam tent somewhere. (laughs) And, uh, and so they invite me and we just were talking about it and there was all this talking like, Oh, we're going to get together. And then one day it just happened. And that was when the four of us started, we we started to play and proceeded to play for the next 30 minutes or so, just kind of like not stopping and seeing what was going to happen. And Jam totally like took off. And it was this moment that I'll never forget where I was just kind of like, like, man, I've never ridden a wave like this. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. Like, while I'm playing and like, you know, and even then it was still a very basic idea, but just that our, that our energies together could create that and we had never met, we had never like all jammed together before like that. You know, we were just giving it a whirl and to see what would happen. And I like- think like that's a huge part of my like foundation and love for what we do is that it wasn't like some awkward start. It was like so fluid and so natural that it was almost like someone else was doing all the work. <laughs> no, 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 wait, please, please, please share with the people we brushed over. What is Brandon's name? I, I love this one. You said what is what? Br- Brandon's full name, the drummer name. I saw this. Oh, oh Brandon here. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we call him Funk Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Brandon Funk Nasty Cook. There you go. I love that, man. You know that what what you're talking about, Ash is is so fucking rad. Like, think about like all the people that are out in the world that play music. There's so many musicians out there, and then all the combinations of all those people that could be put together is is infinite. But for the universe to conspire in all of you and bring you together in the same place at the same time. And then you guys are aware enough to recognize that that shit's happening because it brought you together. That's, that's fucking rad, man. And, and knowing that like you're in it and it's happening. And like you said, like that's a moment that I am never going to forget. That's something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life that you recognize that and see it and then decided, fuck, I'm, I'm all in on this thing. That I think is the, the key to success. And I don't, I'm not talking about like financially, I think financial success comes after the inside success in, in this instance, like when you find the thing that gets you off and that you can pour your passion, heart, life, talent, creativity, and love into then as you build that thing and it grows, the, the money follows and the, the following follows and all that stuff. It's just continuing to do the thing that you love. Yeah, totally, man. Definitely. Well, and that's what I, I guess that's kind of what one thing when I was talking about, like, like having to find joy in what you're actually doing, if you're going to be grinding and you're going to be trying to like, you know, you're going to be trying to do art full time, then there's got to be a certain point where, you aren't just looking for like the success. There's got to be a point where the success is just to feel joy from it so that you constantly are like, like saying like how I was saying mission accomplished several times over is like, you know, like you've, you've already done what is required in order to be an artist. That is to create art. Dude, you know, I feel like Um, that with, with interviews, like we sit down and, and we'll, I think I started thinking about what we do as jamming because it's it's getting together with other people and having this mental connection that becomes a conversation that becomes a flow and it's the same thing as playing music we're just not playing instruments we're using our brain to create conversation together our voices are Uh, definitely instruments babe that's true you're true and i'm talking on a mic right now yeah you are so just saying that thing is is very similar and it, it really does cross over where we're creating that art and when we sit down and do the interview or you guys sit down and play the show or do the jam or have the practice when it's over it's that feeling of like yes that was the fucking we say it every time we're done with an interview like that was my fucking favorite (laughs) you know and and i'm sure you guys feel like that when you play like yes we fucking did it again like the thing happened Right, exactly, and it's the same kind of, yeah, like, just when you're playing the set, too, like, by the time the set's over, like, you finish the song, or the big thing, big moment comes, song's over, and you just kind of take a deep breath, and and you got through this epic conversation, just like you're saying. I I totally feel that. Nothing, there's no feeling better. Now, there's, I gotta share this connection, because I kind of researched things, and obviously I read an interview with you guys, and something that stood out that I don't think these two know sitting here... There's a whole, all of this we're talking about. There's a whole lot of ritual and magic involved in it too, bringing the music to the stage and sharing that and stuff. And you guys have a connection, which I think a lot of people do in this world, to the number eleven eleven, 
uh, Melanie yep. and Aaron became grandparents on 11-11 when their little grandson was born, and it's a thing that pops up constantly this, with us. This year, or last year. Yeah, yeah last, last year. year. Yeah, last and, year. And my wow, birthday. Congratulations. You know, I've been seeing some of your guys' posts and stuff like that. That's that's so cool, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> cool. and it, well, it sounds like you guys have that, like, 11-11 is something special to you guys and your band. I'm just wondering if you can expand on that a little well, you know, I think it's just a, at first it's kind of like an interesting coincidence of ha- like an interesting line of happenings. Yeah. He's, he's that was our Uncle Cool Breeze. <laughs> hey, Uncle Cool Uncle Breeze. Cool Breeze. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a good guy, man. He's, he's a great dude. We actually have a song about him. Well, we don't have a song. There's no lyrical descriptions, but... um. You can't um, lyrically you know, describe Cool Breeze. Yeah, and how can he not be a good person yeah. named Cool Breeze? <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, I see, uh, I see, uh, I just, we play this song and I just felt like the, the, I felt like the intro and I was like, this is like super cool. And I just thought Cool Breeze. And then the whole, when the whole song came together, it's just like all I could see in my head was like, Uncle Cool Breeze riding a Harley on the cross around the rings of Saturn. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the, but, uh, yeah, 11, the 11, 11, 11, you know, yeah. I, I feel like at first it just seems like a big coincidence of like, like you're just kind of always seeing a sequence of numbers. And at first, I, I, when I was really young for a lot of my life, I would somehow always be looking at the clock on one, two, three, four. And that was like something that got me, um, almost like hooked on, on, on just, on just like how numbers popped out in my head and how numbers popped out to me. And so I would like, kind of like think like, Oh, that's funny. And then like, you know, like start paying attention to stuff. And then like eventually the number 11, the number 11 made its way into my life in a weird way to the point where then there was lots of people that I was around who were kind of like, talking about 11 11 and 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 like i've i've heard some random like something about like a bible passage that had involved 11 11 you know talking about something like 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 talking about like dead rising and stuff like that and so like you know i guess that's interpretable i guess if you're really into the bible then like that could be scary I, i don't really know but to me there's also like i feel like ultimately what i've noticed is that it feels like a consistency in numbers to kind of like remind you of something. And I've heard people talk about angels and, and, and how they're like pr- trying to tell you that you're on the right track right. when you see this, this, this sequence and things like that. And so I think it's all pretty far out and a little hard to completely like uh, delve into as a science, right? you know, but also as like, a, as like a friendly reminder, I kind of do really enjoy it. And I think it, uh, it's interesting because like when we moved into our studio in North Hollywood, happens to be down the street from our place and our studio number was 11 B and then like a bunch of random stuff. You know what I mean? Like our, uh, like, uh, I started getting into numerology after that, which I found out was really trippy. I, I found out that my mom like knew a lot about numerology and, um, found out that like my life path number was an 11, which is like this, I got into that more started reading. It just got me very intrigued. And I think I sort of kind of like, permanently um you know sort of like stained the number thing into my into my whole being you know totally yeah i think with stuff like that too like there's really no um right or wrong way to interpret synchronicity 
I think that when those things happen in your life, it's up to you. At least that's what I've learned as a magician in magic is those things are up to you for your interpretation through your experience to create what they mean. I mean, it's like trying to interpret a dream that you had. I can't interpret that shit. I don't know your life and your experience. I can tell you what the archetypes of those things are or whatever like symbol meanings yeah but but those things may mean something completely different to you because of your experience but i think at least for me the way i look at because 11 11 like you said is a big deal for us not only my birthday is 11 22 so it's like that doubled and then our grandson's born on 11 11 i see it everywhere i go i feel like that is like um tuning into a radio station almost like your brain is tuning into a frequency that receives that thing over and over again. And like you said, for me, it's a reminder, like you're doing the right thing. And it kind of keeps me on track. Right. It's just like a quick, Hey, which is just like an affirmation of, 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 all right. (laughs) So Ash, how, uh, that's funny. You were born on 1122. I was born at 1122. No way. Synchronicity. It just continues to get weirder and weirder. Yeah. Synchronicity is just another word for magic. Like I've been thinking about that a lot because synchronicity is like that thing. Like, Oh my God, I was just thinking about that. And then you said it and then we saw it. Well, what is that? Like where, where does collective consciousness? Yeah. So, but same thing with magic. Like, okay, you say, oh my gosh, I just found my ring out of thin air. must've been like magic or Mm. you coincidence, synchronicity, coincidence, magic. These are all uh, words to describe feelings that we can't really interpret. You know, and something else too. And I think I might've said this before, but like, I think a, a mistake maybe that we all make with synchronicities and like when you want something to happen and then it happens is we are surprised. Like you see 11, 11, you're like, Oh my God, there it is again. Or like you, you want to book a show and you, you work really hard to make it happen. And you're like, I can't believe I did that. Like all that happens. I think one of the mistakes that we make is that surprise. We should cultivate the mindset of, of course that shit happened. I did that. Right. That, yeah. Of course. Why yeah. wouldn't it happen if I intended it? And I've, I believe me, I have in no way have attained that shit, man. I'm, I'm constantly flabbergasted at shit that's happening around me. But I try and remember that in the back of my head. When stuff happens, I'm like, of course that happened. Of course I did that shit. That's us making that magic. Like, and right. It, totally. man. No, that's a good, that's a good point. Sometimes I think the surprise thing comes for me. Like, is that I have this, like, I just get happy and I just like <laughs> want to be able to like take in that moment of like, of, of gratitude or, or, or being successful or whatever it is that made you feel good in the first place. And then all of a sudden, but like also, but it's not that we don't deserve it. And I think that's where like, it feels like you're coming from is that we act surprised as if we like didn't expect it to happen. And it's like, but you wanted it to happen. Yeah. So you obviously like, you know, Call there's obviously it. something going on here. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, totally. At, at man. some point, I, I think that, and I'm sure that you're included in this because I met you and we were high together. So I felt it like you've made a decision to, to let go of reality at some point and create your own shit. Like you decided that, right. that you know, you took psychedelics 
that one time and you were like, okay, this is it. We're going on the ride. We're taking the trip and we're going to see how far the fucking rabbit hole goes down. And when we do that, all bets are off, man. Like I, I, I'm learning at least for me in doing this thing and meeting people like you that we really do have the ability to make anything we want happen with our reality. And, and I hear people like put a caveat on the end of that, like within reason. And well, what does that even mean? Like within reason, whose reason and whose experience, like that doesn't even mean anything to me anymore. I've stepped out of that and I'm working in a completely different garden than that. So my shit grows different than yours, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. With, yeah, right, totally. And within reason might suggest that like, there's just too much of a limit. And that sometimes can be like, a, that can be the truth. And that's kind of, I guess you were saying that like you, I've let go of to a certain extent, completely let go of normal reality mm-hmm. to create a new one. And that's true. But at the same time, like anchored to the reality that I was like, that I'm that I'm creating away from in a sense. Totally, I you get know? it. Yeah, yeah. You still yeah. have Staying to eat, grounded. And, eat and shit and yeah. comb yeah. your hair and brush your teeth and. That's the, what the delicate balance is about, you know. I, the scales, right? Like you have to yeah. play and create and do as much as you can, but you also need to get your rest and you need your shower and you need your bed and all Vitamins. those. Yeah, you need you need to do that, and it seems like from the exterior um not knowing you guys very well that there's a a beautiful balance that's um Mm -hmm. happening in what you guys are putting out yeah you know it definitely feels like it um and you know it it gets a little bit uh i mean you guys you guys were 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 from la right or from that from yeah 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 Yeah, and so you already know that la is its own big weird (laughs) beautiful strange not so cool place sometimes, yes. right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And uh, and so like we get like, and then also it's not even it's not cool. It's just everyone's just got a lot to do. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean L.A. County stretches down to Long Beach. Our our, you know, Evan, our Saxon sitar, and uh, he plays keys with us as well. Um, he uh he uh man, what a, that guy is so talented. He just fucking crushes it. But uh, he lives down in Long Beach, and so like it's like hard to like get together and make shit happen. And it's hard yeah. when you have like you know, a lot to work on. And, you know, some of us are have, have less of a day job or a no day job. And, and, and so those people are like wanting to move faster. And then some of the people who have to work all the time or, you know, going to school or anything are, are, are kind of like, well, I'm pretty busy. And those things are just, those things are constant. And so it's kind of like, if anything, that's the stuff that kind of like gets your grind stops you from grinding because you just kind of get like you get kind of like oh man man. like it's not as not as fluid as i thought it was (laughs) but it's you know all that stuff is just part of it you know totally and like we went up um last weekend to the gorge and saw dead and company and like had this amazing weekend this just a badass psychedelic trip for two days, you know, yeah, and, no, and, almost made it, yeah, almost and, made it. and then Aww. we all have to fucking dust off and drive home and shower up and go to the office. And that's, it's hard, yeah, man. Totally. It, it's hard. I understand the grind. And it, as I'm getting older, it's getting harder and harder to fake the funk like that, like to, to dust off and go back. I, I'm like, I'm struggling with go back to what? 
I don't have anything right. there to go back to. And, and so the freak flag is like unfurling and blowing in the breeze while I'm sitting in this cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like it's slipping out your yeah, pant leg. Totally. My <laughs> zipper's down and it's coming out. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to, you know, I, I got to keep that shit under wraps or I'm going to get canned. But you know, I, I, it's part of the ride. And like you said, it's part of the grind. And I think that really is at least at this stage in the game for me as a human being, it's, it's useful in teaching me that there is balance. I, I need that because it's the I, def- I, I it's fucking the journey guys, because it's like, okay, we, we all have this point we want to get to, right? Like you want to be at the point where you can kind of make music unrestricted and, and play these amazing locations and let people hear and funk out to your groove. And maybe, you know, yours, Aaron is like having this really amazing show that, you know, people really gel with, but like, that's the end point. What about the middle part where we have these um, interviews where we kind of stumble on ourselves, figuring it out where we have to like do a double shift because we need to fucking make the money so we can go on the trip. Like this is the fun part where we are all, all of us, every single one of us on the call too are all currently doing what we need to do because wherever we're going to get, we're going to get there. But this is the fun part. Right. This is the fun this part. This is the fun part. To it. Yeah. And right. I mean, and not and like, this, is, this is always like, it's like a big long string of like the retrospective where you're yes. like, you know, <laughs> like we're going like to look back on this. And totally. That, you know? yeah. I say that it's, shit all the time. Know, and it's cool to have that perspective <laughs> while you're in it. You know what I mean? Like and some, you, sometimes we don't get that um, perspective. It's true too. The you appreciate it more. The harder you got to work, and so, I mean, it sucks sometimes when you're in it doing the work and like, fuck this, man. I got to do this to pay the bills and keep the lights on and shit. But that, I mean, that's part of the journey, and it's mm-hmm. you, you you appreciate it when you got to earn it. It's that's true when it, you when your parents and your grandparents when you're young, it's like you got to work, work for it. <laughs> to appreciate if it's yeah. given to you it's just like oh cool cool whatever man I, I it makes me think of what reed mathis said when we talked to him about the tree what? do you remember that no I don't. he know. was like there's no tree that's out there that's like fuck yeah i'm in the perfect spot oh yeah, oh, yeah. i'm in the perfect place i'm perfectly <laughs> tall i don't have to do shit like the, the tree is, awesome. is growing all the time and it's stretching its roots and doing its thing it's never like I made it. I'm here. <laughs> it's like, yes. I think about that all the time. <laughs> Who said that? Reed, Reed Mathis. Mathis. Who's oh, an another nice. amazing bass player. Dude, that, that guy, that's a, he's a Buddha as far as I'm concerned. He, that, I, I, to this day, haven't had an interview that impacted me that I think about on the regular, every, like when stuff comes up that I refer back to lessons that he gave i was in tears at the end yeah. of that he made himself cry and all of us. he made himself cry and all of us yep. you got what, what what project was that that you saw was that electric beethoven no actually well, he yeah, was we actually pl- did we see him no perform? we didn't even no. see him play he was we did see him play he was, was on he? stage oh, with scarrick with Scar- oh yeah yes. with scarrick yeah okay, he that's was right. he was sitting in yeah we didn't we, skull it, and wrote no no we were uh, at a high sierra, high sierra music right. festival and he just happened to be like where we were in the area that we were at and I saw oh, him yeah. sitting under a tree and I was like, hey, you're Reed Mathis, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, we do this podcast. Would you be interested in doing an interview with us? Because I had reached out to him, but hadn't got anything. And he was like, no problem. Right. And then sit down and we have this 
mind It was a transcendent conversation. conversation. Total like, education on Beethoven. I've never heard or looked at his music the same way again since talking to Reed. He nope. just, it, it's amazing conversation. And if you haven't heard Electric Beethoven's Fear Elise, that is the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so amazing. Nice. Yeah, he's he's an incredible bass player, man. I've seen him play with uh, I think it was a Golden Gate Wingman. Oh yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. And uh, and then I still haven't seen Electric Beethoven, but man, I've listened to some of those tracks, and I'm just I really love what he's doing with that. That is just some some really cool stuff. I'll share something. Remind me, Mel. Okay. I'll share something with you that he gave us that is amazing. He took all of the um, everything that Beethoven's ever done. And remastered all of it and added his own shit to it. Yeah, like remixed it's it. Crazy. Made it. Yeah, it, you'll dig it. You'll. Yeah, I'll, sh- that, I'll share it with I, you. When we're done. I think that was. I think that was part of what I saw. What I heard was oh. like this really dubby, cool, like yeah, funky, yes. like dubby version yep. of, of, of like a Beethoven song. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah. Ash, how how did you get turned on to the Grateful Dead, man? You know, uh, just like uh, kind of. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I think I had heard of the dead for so long and I had met so many people who were in the same spot that I'm at where it's like, especially a young, especially younger, more like on the younger side of people where you hear the dead and, and, and people, people like, um, talk about talk and you kind of like get dead and like psychedelics paired together right. Im- immediately. And, and people are, and, 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 and I'm like wondering when I first hear the dead, like how, how this country band got, paired with that <laughs> <laughs> you know especially because part of what got me into it was like a different like being younger and, and just it just kind of like the whole idea was more that i heard people talk about them and i heard like oh like you know what i mean and and, and it would eventually intrigue me and then i would hear like a wild story about hallucinations and stuff like that and i would be like that would be the like the the push in the button where I'm like, get like excited, but I'd get nervous. Like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? So I tried <laughs> totally. it. You know I mean? And, and so that was to me, like, I was just like, tr- like trying to find it, trying to find it. And then, you know, there was just after, uh, after, uh, you know, like a close friend of mine at the time was like, uh, had a friend who, who like, like been to some dead shows and stuff like that. And I think that might've been, um, what got like, like meeting that person was kind of like what, like, I was like, Oh, like, like, Oh, he's like someone who hangs out at this type of stuff. And then like one day I tried some, 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 some like blotter acid that wasn't that, it wasn't that like strong. Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of got off of work, went to go practice with my band at the time, which was like a, like a, like eighties, like style, like hardcore, uh, like skate punk kind of band, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, we were called rabies. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rabies. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, uh, we, we had a lot of fun with the concept and with the whole, uh, with, the, with the whole band. We had a lot of fun and I think we made an impact for a little while, which is pretty cool. That's um, yeah. Um, and, uh, and so I was on my way to band practice and no one else in the band was into, was into anything like that. Like I was the only one in the band who like smoked weed and I was the only one in the band who was like, seemed to be like, like, partying or, 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 or even just experimenting with things at all. But I was also the oldest person in the band. So maybe that had something to do with it. But, um, but, uh, so I was on my way to band practice and I, and I, and I, and I don't even tell anyone, I just fucking pop this tab acid and sit in the back seat, 
And like, you know, our guitar player's mom is like driving us home and stuff like that. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and she, she was a lot of fun too. She was like, she wasn't like super uptight. Obviously I wasn't going to tell her what I did, but right. like she wasn't, I, for some reason I was like, I'm just going to pop this in here while she's not looking, you know? <laughs> and so we go to band practice and I kind of barely even feel anything. And it had been like an hour or two of band practice, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... So what I think in the end, what I realized happened was I got something that was like more or less just on the mild side, right. you know, or something. And, um, and it took a wild onset, but like once practice was done, I kind of just like walked over to my friend's house, um, which is like not that close, but I felt like inc- I started feeling like, you know, taking those deep breaths and feeling those like deep euphoric kind of like, and like a feeling that I had like never at that point I had never felt to that degree before like just that overwhelming joy and like you know you're walking down that you're you're like walking down the street and you look at you like look at yourself in the reflection and you're like god i look ridiculous you know and so it took a really long time for this to onset but it was like uh you know it was just it was a really really gradual like lift into um just like why i guess i would be like why do we do all these things like look at how funny the town is everything is so everything was so funny you know like <laughs> you're so seeing funny. the absurdity of life <laughs> yeah essentially and and to me i didn't think of it as absurdity but it was so absurd and i like i said i would look at myself in the mirror or look at myself in the reflection and be like i look such like such a goofball <laughs> <laughs> You know, and like, like, and just kind of, you know, walked all the way over to my buds, like maybe a few miles away. And, you know, it was pretty cool. We were just hanging out, listening to music. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, that day I hadn't really had any, uh, I hadn't really had any like experiences with, um, with any music besides the band practice, but like none that were like while I was tripping. So we're like, you know, kind of sitting there and, you know, like, like he's like, we're like listening to like song remains the same or watching the song remains the same rather. And, uh, and that started to get really interesting because, you know, like it was, uh, it was just that movie, that movie, it goes from, you know, like, like live show to movie cinema style. Right. Uh, and I was like, and, and I wasn't sure what was happening. And if what I was seeing was like, I was like, is this the hallucination that people are talking about? And then I like realized later that I was like, was, it was like the first time I'd watched it. So I realized later that that was just the way the movie was. And I had like a hard time kind of realizing like what the whole thing was about mm-hmm. when I started doing, uh, when I first did first tried acid, cause it was a very mild kind of onset, you right. know? Right. It didn't hit you over the head. And then, uh, yeah, it didn't, it seriously didn't, but then it kind of like, but then that's the thing is that I was always kind of like on the search for like, like, okay, like, where is that kind of like, where is that kind of like experience where I'm like, but then every single time past that, that I tried acid, I kind of like got a, like a further taste of what was going on until I actually like, like got like a hold of some really clean, nice stuff that fucking just made me like, like put me in a completely different state of being. And I was like hearing music. It was like I was hearing music and doing everything for the first time. Isn't that awesome? You know? Isn't that beautiful, um, man? Yeah. When that finally fucking yeah, you, totally. get, you get born. It's like getting born. It's so weird and so yeah. cool. And it, how? I mean, was it? 
was that time that you're talking about right there where you got the good shit that melted your face off, was that when you finally met the dead? Um, no, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I had tried acid probably a cool five, ten times, like had like like several different experiences where like I wasn't even convinced of like what music was my favorite to listen to or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I do know that after a while of listening to tons of like listening to a bunch of Black Sabbath on mushrooms and acid, eventually wore, wore thin and I would be like, oh, my God, this is like really intense, right. <laughs> you know. And so then, you know, my first dead experience, though, um, was, uh, was, was Outside Lands um, in 2010. Okay. Um, so Golden Gate Park, which was incredible because there was just already, like, this free, free show in the park, which I, we had been to. Well, actually, I remember Outside Lands, actually, you have to buy tickets. But either way, it was, uh, it was uh, you know, it was, it was Golden Gate Park, and we were, like, kind of already, like, vibing with that. I had been to Outside Lands once before, and... Then, you know, my buddy springs for a ticket for me because I was just really like, kind of like, just didn't have money to do it. And, and I hadn't been convinced yet. Like, so that's the funny part right. is that with the, with the, with the psychedelics, I didn't get hit over the head. And then as soon as I get to my first dad show, it was like, where the fuck have I been? Yeah. That's like exactly yes. how I felt, you know what I mean? And, and, and it was like, you mean there's just a place where like wily fucking fun people can just hang out and have a good time together and. And did it, you know, and I, I, you know, still, it was just blowing me away. And like the fact that like this new idea that just because like the dead weren't a band anymore, doesn't mean that like the whole, that the whole movement doesn't continue, you know? Um, and so like, I was like, Oh, it's still happening. And like, I didn't quite understand And My buddy kind of who had been hinting that, but he didn't just tell me, but then he was eventually just like, dude, just come to the fucking show. Just come to the show. Isn't that what we do? You know, I was like, I was like so lazy about it. And so like, I was like, I'm broke and all this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I go there with my girlfriend and then she ends up like not at the time. And she ends up not going in and, you know, she had a good time. She was never into the dead though, but at, you know that, you know, and she really disliked the friend who took me to the dead, <laughs> which you know, could just be like, yeah, I know, you know, it's just funny. It was one of those predicaments I was in where I was like, oh, God, like I have my friend inside this killer show. He's buying me a ticket or I could like leave my girlfriend out here. And she eventually was just like, well, whatever. Don't worry about it. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I went inside uh-huh. and it was just like, got blown away. And, oh, man. And now you got to try and yeah. explain to her what happened. <laughs> right. Well, see, but then, yeah, but see, but then for the next, you know, however long the rest of our relationship lasted, it was very like it just turned into this whole, it was almost like, yeah, it was like a, I didn't even think about it like, like a fork in the road, but that's kind of, you know, in was, you know, maybe the fork was already there or something, but it was like, it definitely pushed it because it, I like took off in a totally different direction from that moment. You how, know? <laughs> how old are you, Ash? I'm 32. Okay. Eat. Yeah. I'll be 33 later this year. When we, when we met in Ventura, I, you have, those eyes like you you don't look old but your eyes you could tell that you've been around the block that's the old soul in yeah there. yeah that's what that oh, is oh man and and i felt like when me you and rafi met i was like oh these are these are our friends like these are people that we've known I, it, it it's happening more and more and more to us as we meet more people obviously the chance of that happening goes up because of odds or whatever but meeting you guys was 
one of my favorite things about going to Skull and Roses. That was my by far my favorite festival I've been to yet. And meeting you guys was one of my favorite things that happened there, man. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I just, I really wish we all lived in the same city. <laughs> right on. Me too, man. That would be, that would be pretty cool. That was like a, yeah, that was really good. The re- a, a big pleasure meeting you guys, man. Like, like you, you, you hit it on the head, man. What a cool festival. Dude. Yeah. And it, what a cool it was festival. like old, old, not old deep rooted family at that thing. There was no like casual Grateful Dead fan that I caught running around that place. It was, no. <clears throat> there it was the family was there in, in force. It, it, I, like I said, it felt, it felt to me, I looked at Aaron and was like, Oh my God, dude, this is the first time I really felt like it was in, you know, the 90s, like 80s, before 80s, Jerry 90s, was yeah. gone. It was like, wow, this is deep. A lot of family, a lot of kids, a lot. It, it was, everybody was there a hundred percent. Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, it was a it was a good it was a good time, and like I had been hearing about the festival for a couple of years, and I just kind of always missed it. And and you know, it was just so interesting just reading meeting Raph like really recently in that time. But then he reached out and said, "Would you like to go?" And I felt like, well, yeah. I mean, like in like even though I didn't know Raph that well, there's just something about him mm-hmm. like that was that was the interesting part, and just something about hanging out with him that it's really a it's really genuine and it's always just about the music and we're always just kind of hanging out and you know, that's like actually, I just went over to his place. Yeah. Day. Yeah. That's um, a very, he, int- he, he also, he says, what's up. Hey, what's um, up? <laughs> and he really does. And he, he is very intense, but at the same time, Sweet. like chill, sweetest, intense, mm-hmm. cool dude. No, totally, man. Totally. He's got a, he's got a, he, he had a, we were, we were just kind of messing around playing a, doing harmonica guitar thing. It was a, it was a good time. So Ash, you, you said that you guys are coming out with a new album. Yeah, when's we it, are. When's, we it, are. when's it coming? I'm Do you know? I'm really excited about that. You know, we're, we're the whole date thing is like, <clears throat> we could try to push and, 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 and go a little sooner or we could, uh, we could have a little more time, go a little later and you know how that, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think that I think as long as we get something out this year, um, and I'm hoping for like fall is what it's looking like, because um, we're working on a single right now. Um, the single is called Toady, um, which is actually well, it's interesting. Uh, Toady is the name of a raga, which is like a raga is like an Eastern mm-hmm. fra- uh, term for like a kind of like a musical personality, if you will. Okay. You know, and uh, and and so the raga, but 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 and so this song starts off with sitar, and uh, and and Evan kind of came up with the concept, but then we realized later the raga he was playing, he realized later was not actually Toady, but we kept the name anyway because of our bass player Toad. <laughs> so we just have the song called Toady, and so that's just where we're at, you know. <laughs> and, and that's is that going to come out soon, where we can check it out? You said yeah, yeah. I think, I think I think we're trying to get that out in July. Oh, July, awesome, yeah. single, awesome. Yeah. And do you have? Yeah, any... we'll, we'll we'll do the announcement as soon as we can. We like uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a it's going to be a good time. And where can <laughs> where can everybody out there follow you guys and find your music and all that? Uh, we're on Instagram um, and Facebook, Paracosmic Funk, uh, at Paracosmic Funk, just like one word, no underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we've got the single coming out and that's uh, going to help us promote the rest of the album. So we've got like a full length, like a very full length um, album 
and uh, that we're really, really, really excited about. And it's just been like, you know, we released the EP a couple of years ago and it's kind of feels like two years feels kind of like a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like now we kind of have something. <clears throat> we had the last couple of years like of, of music, like ready stamped and we can move forward Fuck and, yeah. you know, excited that people get to hear more music and things like that. And just, you know, we have some shows coming up in July. We're really excited about and June. And June. Where are you playing? Um, June twenty second, we are playing an event called uh, the Summer Solstice Soiree. Mm-hmm, um, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 organized by uh, by like, a foundation called Delta Rising Foundation, and those are uh, very new friends of ours. But uh, but a lot of people in the uh, in the uh, community and jam scene and whatnot down here. Um, and uh, so that's going to be fun. We're playing that in the PM, and I'm getting to a. Uh, also kind of organized like a little, not like a super jam. It's kind of going to be a small band, but we're going to do like a lot of like funky jam tributes and things like that for the daytime music. And that's always really fun getting to jam with new people and just kind of connect, you know? Fuck yeah. So. Hey dude, I, like and I, then, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, my bad. Go for it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I guess in July we, uh, we, uh, we have, uh, seven, six, we're doing a, uh, uh, July 6th, doing something, something used uh, somewhere in the skate video. I believe they're using our song for the credits, but um, we're going to probably be playing the after party. That's July 6th. Where's and then, that at? Um, um, actually, I don't know yet. Those details are okay. all still being worked out. Um, that date could also be different, but right now that's what I, I know the date to be. But if we always announce as soon as we can, and if anyone who wants to find anything any of their information out about what we're doing, just follow us online. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then 7th, uh, July 7th at the Continental Room in uh, in uh, Fullerton. We haven't been to this venue yet, but I've heard a lot of good things. I heard it's a really cool room and, you know, it's a nice venue. I'm just excited to play new places. It feels like we're stretching out of LA. It's like a tiny bit. So that's, that's fucking nice. rad. We got to get you up here. Yeah, have you played up here at all? In Portland? Not yet. You oh. know what I mean? I, I think that we need to kind of like, we, we want to always like try to I, go for this ideal like tour plan sure. but like if we only really network in Los Angeles heavily then like there isn't a lot of availability and there isn't a lot that we have to like offer sure. um, besides just showing up and playing but sometimes for certain venues that's not enough obviously you yeah. know what I mean we, we all got to work together in some way right. So, like, we're trying to stretch out of L.A. as much as we can right now, definitely. Well, Ash, if there's anything we can do yeah. to get you up here, uh, anything, let us know. We want to. And we, you guys, will... like, you don't have to worry about a place to stay. Yeah. You got it. You got We'll cut the here. cost that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> Come hang out on, oh, man, on the porch. Dude, that would be yeah. so cool, man. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can make it happen. There's there's a lot of smaller, badass venues up here, and there's... There's a big community of people up here in Portland, man, that, that, that would love that, that love music and would love you guys. And we need to get a we need to get a train with all there's a lot of shit going down in LA and stuff. There really we is, keep talking guys. to our good friends are the Higgs that I know you've played a few things with the well, Higgs, Swimsis. Yeah, they were at Hammerstock together. Yeah, Swim, yeah, yeah. Sago, Jerry's middle finger. There's so much yeah. going on down there that we wish it just like get a train and bring you all up here for a festival. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, definitely. And it's really been happening. It's like kind of, I mean, I know that like, you know, things have always been happening to a degree, but also yeah. like it, it, it's interesting how it's, how it's happening. It's really exciting. Yeah. It used to feel like LA wasn't the place to be. And that was like hard 
because I was like born here and I just like love it. You know, I, I do really enjoy it here. Um, and so it's like, you know, and just made me so happy to see all this stuff happening right now. You it know? really right. is it's awesome cool. because cool, that man. music scene, you know, like our daughter-in-law's, um, a daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law. We, we don't have that. We have a son-in-law. <laughs> That's what yeah, I meant to say. But yeah, like their, been demoted. <laughs> <laughs> their whole yeah. tribe too, that they're, they're working it, they're doing it. And it really does feel like LA's got a really awesome buzz just around n- not just music, but art in general. It's like a resurgence of some sort. Something, something's going yeah. down something's in, the, popping. In, the, in the ether uh, that is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's causing totally. this, this big Yeah, thanks wave. for being a part of that, yeah, Ash, Ash, and, yep. and p- pulling that out of L.A. Because L.A. did seem like a little grease monkey for a while, and now it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, now the sun's out again. When, when we yeah. went down there in February, it, it kind of made me look at L.A. again and, like, believe in it again. Because L.A. was in the back of, like, oh, oh, L.A. I just picture but, this fucked up greasy monkey with, like, overalls on, and, like, he's no got a shoes. hole in and no shoes. Living under one of the one bridges, eye, yeah. fishing in the aqueduct, fucking... Yeah, but no, it seems like sunshine again, and and people like you are are kicking ass, and it's just really awesome to for I just love the music scene so much, and and you guys are a huge part of that reason too. So thanks, man, and yeah. keep yeah, thanks, thanks yeah. for spending yeah. time with us up. on a Saturday morning and eating breakfast, yeah, while hanging out and doing your thing, man, and and we you know you're part of this family, and we'll be in touch. You know, this isn't this is just the beginning. When the album comes out, you guys got to come on and have yeah. the whole band. Yeah, and the have thing. the guys on. I want to hear their, you know, their story and some what they Toad bring. and some yeah. funk nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, man. Ash, do you have a, a funky wily, stage a name? Bunch indeed, man. <laughs> do, do you have a funky stage name, Ash? Do I have a funky space name? You know what? I I don't really like have an like, like that's, I'm just Ashton. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it fits. It fits. All right, brother, we're gonna Ashtone. Yeah, Ashtone. Yeah, there, like, there it is. That's true, man. That's the nickname I ever really had. You know. Right on. Um, All right, man. Tones. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, I also wanted to say one more thing. Um, we were playing at Time Warp with Bamana. They were playing with the Higgs last night, and that was a fucking killer show. I don't know. I think since you were mentioning the Higgs and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Um, yeah, yeah. July 27th at Time Warp Records. That was one more show I had. Fuck cool. yeah. We didn't get this shout out there. I appreciate you letting me shout out. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Seriously, everybody that's listening to this, go, go on Spotify and check out what they have up because... I promise you that you will love, if you love funk, if you love music, this is some really, really sweet shit. Man. Also, go check them out live, too. Yeah. Like, hit them up and go go see it live. Cut a rug and bust a move Tell out. Tell them you heard them on yeah. No Simple Road and that you want to give them a hug, man. Because th- th- these kids <laughs> yeah, are dude. badass. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll 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 hook you up. Tell them you tell them no simple road sent you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Aww. We'll talk to you soon, Ash. Ash, thanks for spending cool. Saturday with us. We love you too, man. We'll talk. We'll talk. And soon, your girl. Ash. We don't know your girl, but we love her I too. Her. We Give her. her. We didn't meet yeah, her. I don't remember. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what was you get for being we'll high. All, we'll all get close soon. Hell yeah! All right, brother. Have a good afternoon. All right. All right. Cool. You too, man. Much love. Much love. Bye. That's so much fucking fun. Gosh, I, I don't re- look. I don't remember shit. No, it's all good, baby. Sometimes I do. I guess sometimes I you guys shit. tell me stuff happened, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that happened." Yeah. So it it goes around the circle here a little it bit. Does. We we are each other's memories. I'm sorry. I yeah, we are. Look, look at 
That's a weird beard hair. Dude, you have let your beard get weird. Brandon, you let your beard get weird? I have. I need to get I need to get a sad. Yeah, I need to get landscape. Anyway, so that was a great interview. Thanks for being on Ash Tone. That was fucking cool. I cannot wait to hear the new album. I I know. It's funny. Like we listen to a lot of music. There's no and I forget a lot of it. And that experience that you and I had in the yeah. kitchen making dinner, listening to Paracosmic that. is like burned into my head Me too. for whatever reason. I don't know. Me like a weird too. That's thing. so strange. <laughs> I don't know if it was because we were like, I don't know what it was, but I remember. I remember we were making chicken even. And See? that was, I don't even remember we had two nights ago. Yeah. Was that was a special chicken? time. It was, it was funky, funky, it was funky chicken. Real funky chicken. chicken. <laughs> yeah, we were doing the funky <laughs> chicken. Funky chicken. So... <laughs> You, <laughs> you guys got to see uh, Apple's wings over here Apple, doing the funky Apple chicken. Apple popping their shoulders. Do it, Apple. Uh, 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 elbows uh, out. Uh, elbows uh, out. Uh, apples all around. around. Uh, around. <laughs> What's that shit down on the ground? Oh. And, uh, all right. uh, you guys are already going to have heard this before I say it because this episode is going to come out later. But Yeah, we guys got, we got a lot of episodes. I have out, to guys. tell. I'm mean, just going to reiterate something. Jake and Bryn, our friends and family here in Portland, turned us on to this amazing shit. And this is not a sponsor of the show. We aren't getting money for this. Whatever. This is like a tip. This is like a pro tip for you guys. Something that's game like changer. A, the game changer. <gasps> what happened? My leg hurts really bad. It's like it feels like it's um a cramp? Yeah. Oh. Ouch. So this stuff doesn't stop cramps. <laughs> <laughs> well okay i don't know we started taking nascent iodine now it's not all created equal it the stuff if you're going to get it you want to get it in glycerin and you want to get it um, as clean as possible and make sure that it's the good shit i'm not going to say the person that we got it from because i don't want to support them but jake gave us a bottle of this stuff and uh he was like you guys it I can't even tell you this shit's epic. Like it, it created a, a different vibration in my brain, and I, and that's Jake, and and we love him, but and, and and we were like, legit, okay, though. that's cool, whatever. And I tried this stuff, and within ten minutes, I was like, holy shit, what just happened? We took some on the road trip, so me and my sister and Chris and Jake were all. I'll be um, right back. I have to pee. I, Keep talking. Can, we'll, Keep talking. We gotta. We oh, should pause it. I okay. got it. Yeah. Everybody's gonna pee. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We uh, we all had to go pee. Wow, I was man. in the middle of ah. saying that my sister, myself, Chris, and Jake, we drove up to the gorge together, and that was right after I had taken my first uh, dose of that iodine stuff, and it was just like seven drops in water, and it tasted a little metallic-y. Yeah, it tastes yeah. earthy. Like earth. And yeah. then... Jake was like, I can't wait till you, till you, till you start to feel it. Shot you're gonna, you're gonna, cannon. you're gonna feel it. It's gonna start buzzing and all this. And I honestly, with all the excitement of the gorge, I kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But then yesterday, I took accidentally took an entire dropper's oh my worth. God, babe. I can't believe you did that. And I had, I felt so clear all day. I had a positive attitude, great energy, and I felt like in. Like kind of like in the sidecar of myself, like like vibration. Yeah, you can feel the vibe. Like I felt internal, like like mm-hmm. um, 
like movement in my body or, or my spirit or my like something. I told Jake, I feel like a tuning fork that's yeah. been struck on a rock. Yeah. yeah. I said, I feel or, or when I hit the and, gong, you know, bal- like that. balanced, like yeah. we were talking about that last night, balanced and just clarity, mm-hmm. like so clarity in the head. I've noticed way clearer thinking. And we gave it to my mom today. I've noticed way more energy. I, I noticed that like I ate a big lunch the other day and that lull that comes after you eat a big meal doesn't happen. Didn't it? Well, you it, don't it, need... it, it, it happened, but I like rebounded immediately from okay. it. I felt it's the dip saying... and then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, Oh, it's back. My hair is not coming out as much. Well, but that's only been a couple days, babe. You really, but I've noticed that huge though. Where yeah. like there's always some in the drain. There was very little in the drain after I showering. I grew two inches. My abs are ripped. Yep. I've been on a three day. No. <laughs> it, this shit is awesome. And it and is. so all the stuff that we just said, I didn't look up any information on it. I wanted to just try it without hearing anybody else's experience yeah, about without it. Anything so see, yeah, put without in anything in it. Expectation. And, and I, I, so I noted all these things to myself that were going on and then looked up what the benefits of it are. And every single thing that I experienced was the shit that they said. Yeah. You're so, craving for caffeine goes down. You're it just crazy. Metabolizes your food better. Anyway, that's so all you folks out there, if out. you're into that yeah. sort of thing, check out nascent iodine and get yourself some, that is a thing that will help you feel better from check the no simple road family to you good. guys. Yeah. Do but it. let's, let's just reiterate, go listen to paracosmic. Yeah. Yes. They're playing right now under my voice probably. And you, you can hear how good they listen to that right there that part it's really cool Apple they don't need your help man you are not in the band stop they'd let Apple be in the band they would mm, yeah, a temporary would. little I'd dress in a spacesuit, just hang out yeah. float around we didn't even talk about the costumes or nothing so you guys no, really go gotta check, it out. check, check it out, out Paracosmic Bunk. we love you guys have a good week we'll see you next week with more stuff we're doing things we're going places shit's happening that is popping yes, feel the magic get funky Hug somebody. Love one another. Safety third. Hydrate.
dwellers in fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, this is Scott from Fly on the Call. Each week I speak to a different musician, whether they're in an established band like Silverstein or The Wonder Years, or a band on the rise like Spanish Love Songs, Origami Angel, or Meet Me at the Altar. We discuss music and lyrics, the successes and challenges of being in a band, and more, as we get to the core of each artist. The show features musicians of diverse genres and backgrounds, so there's always a chance I'll be talking to your new favorite band. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.